Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. You're listening to Linux in the Ham Shack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, welcome everybody to episode number 214 of Linux in the Ham Shack. The most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet, and this is the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March. (laughs) The day after Pi Day, on which we lost Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest minds of all time. And that's not a hoax. I think uh, widely confirmed at this point. Yeah. I, I was surprised, actually, to not hear that much about it or see that much about it on Facebook. Maybe there was more about it than I saw, but I didn't see much. Yeah, there's a lot like on Reddit. In fact, they uh, tried to <laughs> collapse everything because there was like too many threads, and <laughs> they're like, "No, this is a super mega thread. Just put everything in here." Su- super mega string, maybe. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was all over Twitter, and uh, there were some on Facebook. Uh, not not too too much. Yeah. Oh well, he's probably getting a better look at Hawking radiation right now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we're going to start with the Weekender, which is what this is when we record on Thursday nights. And this is episode five of the Weekender. We've, we've done five of these. Well, we're we've done four. We're doing five. Yes. And uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is some amateur radio stuff, like contests that you could participate in this weekend. So, who wants to tell us about some contests? Bill, you usually do this, so you can. Yes, just- I will do the contest. So, yeah, we have the uh, this weekend. We have the Bart G H F Riddy Sprint, and this is a well two day sprint. <laughs> Not very sprintish. Most sprints last only a. A few hours here and there, but uh, this is going on this weekend. So uh, if you haven't had your fill of Riddy yet this season, here's yet another opportunity to blast it out there from your rig. Uh, we also have the Louisiana Cuso Party. Uh, that is running from March 17th through the 18th as well, 1400 Zulu to 200 Zulu. And along with that, Virginia is also having their Cuso Party. And it looks like they're split up in the in the days 1400 Zulu to March 28th at 0400 Zulu, and then from 1200 Zulu on March 18th to uh, 2400 Zulu. So, uh, yeah, so a couple of good QSO parties. Um, we also have the Feld Hell Leprechaun Sprint. This is a special event uh, or special sprint, and you get extra points if you find the Leprechaun stations. And apparently, you can find it, uh, what, four times for a maximum of 200 bonus points? That is my understanding from the rules that I saw. Yeah, yeah. So check that out. If you haven't played with Feldhell before, it's it's pretty fun. You can do it on FL Digi. And uh, it looks like a ticker tape. That's all I can... Uh, <laughs> it's a very visual uh, way of uh, Q-sewing. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, I check it out anyways, just because it's really cool to see it in action. 
Um, and next weekend, uh, because we won't be here next week, we only do this every other week. Well, next we, weekend, are, we are actually going to do it next week because we oh, skipped we? a week. Yes. We were supposed oh. to do it last week. See? Yes, so. Yes, so. <laughs> okay, well, just hold out. <laughs> next weekend, there's uh, the CQ Worldwide WPX contest. So, <laughs> but, but you'll hear more about that next time. Yeah, we'll talk about that next weekend, but that's the only really cool one going on next weekend. Uh, of course, uh, watch there will be somebody that sends us a feedback that says, no, there's other cool contests. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, we also have a couple of special event stations that popped on the radar. We have the Cherry Blossom Festival, Festival, sorry, W4 Bravo Kilo Mike on March 17th from 1400 Zulu to 200 Zulu. He'll be having a certificate available for this uh, particular special event station. And I didn't actually look at what it is for. It's the Make an Amateur Radio Club. So I couldn't uh, really find much information about it, but I saw several sites that referenced it. So Yeah. All it, right. Well, we have a link to the website in our uh, show notes, so check that out and uh, find out more information if uh, cherry blossoms are your thing. Uh, also, this weekend, we have the St. Patrick's Day on the air, March 16th from 1200 Zulu to March 18th, 1200 Zulu. So a full two days there. Awards will be in four categories. Uh, an SPD station award for registered stations, a fixed station award, a mobile station award, and a shortwave listener award. So if you just like to listen, a little bit of a voyeur on the bands, uh, you can uh, get an award for just listening and logging. So there's still time to register your station. Check out their website, and it's linked in the show notes. And there's also a Facebook page about it as well. So it's all over the place. So uh, kiss the Blarney Stone on the air, or whatever yes. you, whatever you do as an Irish person. So Go chase some four-leaf clovers this weekend. Exactly. And the leprechaun. Don't forget or the leprechaun. Or some green beer. You need some green beer, too. I wonder if they will send the leprechaun. I wonder if they figured out a way to send a leprechaun in Feldhell. I bet they have. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure you could probably send, um, um, what do you call those things? <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? Fancy ASCII uh, symbols and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm just wondering if they put something together that looks like a leprechaun and that's what you're supposed to find. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> I guess I'll have to read the rules and figure that out. Yeah. I might. Well, I've got something going on on Saturday, but I might give it a try because it's in the early afternoon. So maybe it'll yeah. work out for me. But. Uh, we also have an announcement. The LHS Hamvention campaign on Indiegogo should be up by this weekend. I'm, I'm really hoping it will be. And if not, it will be up shortly afterwards. So look out for that because Hamvention is really not that far away. Uh, 63 days. Yeah, I know. 63 Sh days. <laughs> shockingly close. It's getting really close. I was just talking to my son about it today. Uh, he's Because uh, he's getting out of college on the 5th. He's got to move out of the dorm. And uh, I'd mentioned it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Dayton at the end of the month. He's like, oh, you're going to Dayton? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I might want to come. <laughs> I was like, cool. You're going to be uh, sleeping in the car then. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I can assure you of that. Uh, unless, unless you, uh, I don't know, maybe you can sleep on the pool deck or something. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Well, it'll be last minute. He'll bring a sleeping bag. Horse kicked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, we have our, well, my uh, self-proclaimed LHS challenge for this weekend, and this is the Ham Radio Challenge, and I would challenge everyone in light of what we talked about in the last episode, or the last deep dive episode, that is, 
to go out there and make yourself an SSTV contact. Not just, you know, watch pictures roll in on your QSS TV, but actually go and complete a QSO and log a contact using SSTV. Good luck to you. That sounds really hard. (laughs) Well, you only have to do one. I mean, it's not that hard, really. Maybe it is. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I left that running for a... For quite a while, and I was just logging into that box right now to see how many uh, how many actual uh, pictures I uh, <laughs> I picked up. Uh, was it QSS TV? There it is. Yeah, QSS TV. I think I had like about six or seven pages worth of uh, of people uh, and their uh, pictures sent over. Well, see, there you go. The bands are active, so you should easily find contacts on uh, slow scan. So- oh, I take that back. Twenty pages. 20 see, pages see, of images. Yeah, easily. You can easily make a slow scan contact. Easy, easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yep. Even Hawaii and a bunch of other places, yeah. So it's it's open. That's, it was definitely on 20. All of mine were on 20. Yeah, I believe I, I had mine on 14, 230 as well. It's pretty popular band. Yeah, yeah. It's quite surprised. <laughs> All right. So moving on, we're going to talk about some open source kind of stuff you can do this weekend if you so choose. And one of those things might be to try out a new distribution. And I picked one sort of at random called Neptune OS. It's a GNU Linux distribution for desktops based on Debian 9.0. That's the stretch version with a newer kernel, updated drivers and modern KDE plasma desktop. They are using 4.14. So that is a relatively new kernel. Uh, Neptune's focus is based on being a good-looking multimedia system, which allows for getting work done, so it's useful, too. Imagine that. It is uh, also flexible and useful on USB sticks, with a USB installer application as part of it, and persistent creator that allows storage of changes to removable media, so it might be useful in portable situations. And that's something that ham radio operators need. Yeah. Neptune also ships with an elegant, simple look and is loaded with multimedia tools including codecs, flash support, players, and editors for both video and audio. So if you want to play around with a new distribution that you've never heard of but it's based on one you have, uh, try Neptune OS. I might actually do that. I downloaded it today. I just haven't had a chance to uh, start up a virtual machine and, and actually play with it. Yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of Plasma and KDE. I mean... I'm not either, but I would like to revisit it to figure out why that I am not because I've I've forgotten the reason, even though I remember that I don't like it. It was too for me. It was it reminded me too much. I mean, at least the last versions that I used with any length of time, it kind of reminded me of a uh, how Windows Seven, uh, not Windows Seven. It was like uh, when they started adding like the uh, live uh, desktop stuff onto Windows. And uh, they had all these like containers on the desktop you could make, and I just, <laughs> I just thought it was horrible. <laughs> just look, look like crap. The last thing I, you know, I'm bad enough. I leave a thousand icons on my desktop. Uh, I don't do that on any of my Linux boxes, surprisingly. But then again, all my work is is generally uh, not downloading and building files and stuff like that on those. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan. All right, budgie, well, budgie forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, like I said, I'm going to give it a shot and see see what it's like. Anyway, if you want to try something new this weekend, Neptune OS, and I'm going to call on Cheryl to do the next story because this this one is actually happening not this weekend but next weekend, but it's probably worth mentioning twice. So uh, go ahead and you can do that one. Wait, I'll wait till she scrolls down to the part where we're at. <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, the events. 
Okay, under Neptune? Uh, yes, that one. Okay. Okay, so the event is Libre Planet 2018. It's March 24th and 25th at Stratus Center uh, in Cambridge, uh, at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Libre Planet is an annual conference hosted by the Free Software Foundation for free software enthusiasts and anyone who cares about the intersection of technology and social justice. For the past 10 years, Libre Planet has brought together software developers, law and policy experts, activists, students, and uh, computer users to learn skills, celebrate free software accomplishments, and face challenges to software freedom. Newcomers are always welcome, and Libre Planet 2018 will feature programming for all ages and experience levels. You know, and I bet Mad Dog is going to be there. I don't know if he is, but Richard Stallman is. Ah, So if you want to get close to the head of GNU, then you can go to Libre Planet in Massachusetts. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Next weekend. Right. And we'll mention it again, I'm sure. So I also threw in an open source challenge for our listeners this weekend. If you want to do something open sourcey, you can find and use a command line tool in Linux that you haven't used before or use a tool that you have used before in a new and unusual way. So Hmm. because, you know, that could be fun to do. I actually used a command that I have used before and not in a new and unusual way, but it's been so long since I used the command that I forgot that it was a command until I needed it. And that is the time command, which the time command, which doesn't do what you think it does. It does not it, show you the time. That's what it, date does. It's for counting, right? So you could count how long a process runs. That's right. It times a process and it gives you the user space time, the system space time and the actual time of the execution of a process. So that's that's pretty useful. And it actually came out really handy for me today. So that, uh, which is why that's sort of in here. But Yes, I've used that before. I would like to see more awk, grep, and sed stuff, because <laughs> you can never get enough of those tools. So since you brought up awk, I will mention that there is a 10-part now, and I think advancing to more than 10-part series on Hacker Public Radio, all about awk. So if you ever wanted to learn about awk, subscribe to Hacker Public Radio, and apparently it's a very, very good audible tutorial on awk. Hmm. So... I do subscribe. I don't think I've heard any of them, but I might have skipped through some of them. <laughs> it's, it's earning high praise on the mailing lists for Hacker Public Radio. So apparently it's done quite well. So if you want to learn awk, I would recommend that. And also getting the awk book. It's small. Yeah. yeah. If, you know what I'm talking about? The O'Reilly awk book. I don't know what the uh, the animal is for the awk book. If someone would I like to look it up. it out in my box. <laughs> I'm looking now. Because, as we know, all the O'Reilly books have an animal, like a spirit animal, and I have forgotten what the Auk book is. But Yeah. Uh, I probably have the old Pearl book. Want that one? <laughs> um, I think I have the Pearl book. It looks like... What is that? <laughs> Apparently it's one of those odd animals. Maybe it's an aardvark or something to uh, go with no, Auk? No, 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 no. It almost looks like... Uh, well, no, it doesn't look like that either. Well, I don't know what, what that is, yeah, so I can't, no, no. can't speak I'm, I'm to what thinking, it doesn't look I'm like. I'm thinking to myself here. <laughs> and it doesn't say anything in the description about what the book is or what the animal is. So, yeah, Generally, they have it on the inside cover. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They talk about that. Um, looks like they have a book on set and awk together. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking yeah, about. That, yeah, and that's the one I'm looking at. Uh, there used to be an effective awk programming book. 
That was out in 2015. Let's see if it gives me. And it has some kind of bird on there. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's their Loris's. Okay. Now, uh, now I'm going to have to go up and look what a Loris is. It, that's what that is. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a Loris. Loris is the common name for the uh, strepsir- strepsirine primates of the subfamily Lorensae in the family Lorisidae. Loris is one of the genus of subfamily included in the slender lorises. Oh, oh, for crying out loud, what is it? It's a small, <laughs> slow-moving nocturnal primate with a shorter absent tail living in dense vegetation in southern Asia. It's an ugly okay. little monkey. That's right. It's an ugly little monkey. That's right. <laughs> I think we um, bored Dave. Dave's talking about antennas in the chat room. So, <laughs> so I have to. I have to now say that I must in, implore if anyone from the Ubuntu, you know, and Canonical is listening to this, that when you get to the L release, it must be some kind of Loris, right? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, of course. Because what was what was L the last time around? lucid no lucid links that's right it was lucid, lucid links, links. Yeah. yeah so it has to be a loris yeah lilac loris or something like that <laughs> yeah something like that yeah. L- loopy loris loopy, loopy loris, loris. Yeah. yeah that sounds good <laughs> lazy loris since lazy. it's a slow movie oh that's true lazy loris that yeah. would actually be fantastic all right all right so let's see that when when would l come back around how many releases is that <laughs> well, we're on bionic beaver now so it'll be a while yeah, yeah it's it'll be, be a while. while it's gonna yeah. be uh many years actually so oh well yeah. you got you got time to think about it <laughs> if it actually I, I hope i hope when l comes out i remember this and go back and see if they actually did it but <laughs> they probably won't but, yeah, yeah probably not yeah we'll be in the 20th year of the podcast but yeah <laughs> <laughs> hello folks yeah all right. to get a scratchy radio sound. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the aging <laughs> yeah, exactly. Linux in the ham shack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're down to Cheryl's recipe corner. So, and you just threw one in here, but it is relevant to this weekend. So it is relevant to this weekend. So it, Russ and I have not tried this um, before the podcast started. We we're talking about the fact that we we're having a poker game this weekend, and we we're going to fix, fix Irish food. And this was one of the items that we we're going to fix for dinner, since we feed all of our poker players. Um, but it got shoved aside for pasties from one of our local food trucks. So anyway, this this is on our on our own to do cook list because to me it sounds wonderful. So anyway, the recipe I fixed or cook excuse me picked this week. Uh, uses a slow cooker, and it's for Irish Dublin Coddle. And in that, you need a pound of breakfast sausage uh, with sage, if possible, and smooth casings. Well, it's not like you can't just add sage, right? The sausage needs to have sage in it. Well, it's a coddle, though. It's a stew. So if you... Yeah, I wouldn't add, I would not add stage to, sage to the stew. Yeah, see, that shows you what I know about cooking. Yeah, Nothing. no, no, I would not add sage to the stew. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three quarters of a pound of bacon, or is that a three? Yeah, that is a three. Three quarters of a pound of bacon, two cups of low sodium beef broth, a garlic clove minced, two small onions chopped into fairly large chunks, a pound of potatoes or sweet potatoes, your choice, peeled and cut into chunks, a pound of carrots peeled and cut into chunks. This is optional if you don't want to throw them in, but you do need your potatoes, obviously. Two tablespoons of parsley chopped and some salt and pepper. Uh, Cook your bacon and sausage until it's fully browned. Drain any grease. 
and throw all of the rest of it in your slow cooker with the bacon and sausage. Stir until combined and cook on high for two to three hours or low for four to six. And poof, you have dinner. <clears throat> yep, you have a nice coddle. Yeah. I wish that the English and the Irish wouldn't come up with names that sound like disgusting things when and, they name well, food. Do you, do you but... know you know why <laughs> the name came out about coddle? Or why it came to coddle. No, is it like a offshoot of curdle? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's actually because husbands would be at the bar until the crack of dawn. Wives would get up, would be tired of waiting for them to come home and eat dinner. So they would leave this simmering on the stove to coddle them like a baby. So they would have something to eat when they got home. So in other words, I should never expect coddle. <laughs> <laughs> You get coddled plenty, dear. <laughs> now you just say screw it and go to bed. Forget so, making coddle. Yeah, right? so, yeah sometimes <laughs> I do that. So, yeah. but. All right, so cool. Sounds good, and I'm looking forward to trying it whenever we get around to actually making it. Hopefully soon, because it sounds really good. <laughs> Let's see. I'm seeing something in the chat room about bolt cutters and torches. I'm not sure if I want to go yeah, down that I, road. I, I wouldn't look yeah, at that. Yeah, ask Dave to come fix my antenna since he's doing such good work on his home antenna there. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just wants to chop mine down. Apparently Actually, so. That'll be fine. Yeah, chop that one down and we'll build the uh, DX Voyager and put that one up. That'll that'll be fine. <laughs> well, there you go. You're making progress. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably, I probably get that up. Uh, um, I'm hoping when uh, my other son gets home uh, for Easter he'll probably help me build the antenna. Okay, our colleges here are on spring break currently, so... Oh, he's working full-time this week. I <laughs> see. He decided he, could, he couldn't get, like, uh, enough days off together to come come back home for the week, so he's like, ah, screw it. Assign me up for full-time. I'll just work all week. <laughs> <laughs> he's so responsible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Must get it from his mother. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> Boing! <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> all right so anyway we'll move on from cheryl's recipe corner to my drink corner and because we were in new hampshire for a week last week and didn't record i was able to go buy some cheap scotch and that doesn't mean it's cheap scotch it means it's scotch inexpensively because new, new hampshire, hampshire is, is one great. of the five states in the union that does not have a sales tax and they also They're have cheaper booze too. Yeah, state-run so. liquor stores that have a sort of a monopoly on, or are close to monopoly on, hard liquor sales, and they offer it very inexpensively. So I picked up a couple. Uh, the other one I won't mention because I'll be reviewing it on the next, next weekender. Right. So this one I chose a Speyside Scotch that's uh, bottled at forty percent alcohol. It's eighty proof. Um, it's called Glen Moray. 12 year um it is chill filtered it has um i i put pale yellow on the color but it does have a little bit of uh, sort of a honey tone mm. to it just just a little bit i guess it depends on what you're looking through it at um but you know whatever color is not really that important when it comes to a scotch and you know some of the deeper colored ones just kind of look sexier i guess but uh, they all drink the same you know so. i i don't really think of scotch as sexy but okay whatever well yeah. choose your own adjective i guess i see gotcha for some reason darker colors just seem more appealing when it comes to hard liquor but whatever that's the reason why that normally comes along with the that normally comes along with the hangover <laughs> that's like the key to, to drinking is like you can have clear alcohols but as soon as you get the colored ones you uh you, you start getting the hangover 
Oh well, I'm, I'm, I I don't I don't get hangover, so I don't know what that's like. Oh well, you just haven't drank enough. Oh yes, I oh, have. No, yeah, he has. <laughs> oh yeah, me. I have. Yeah, uh, fall out of bed at three o'clock in the morning. He's just effing peachy when he hits the floor and slept the rest of the night in the floor. But he'll also <laughs> drink a gallon of water before he goes to bed. Oh, and that's that keeps cheating. Him. Yeah, yeah, that's cheating. Because cheating. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't feel like waking up with a headache. I mean, that's just the way I am. Well, that's what a hangover is. I, I know that's what a hangover is. That's why I don't want one. You prevent <laughs> them. You right. preempt them. That's by, right. Uh, I preempt them. So. <laughs> but he still goes to bed plenty drunk on more than one occasion. Yep. So Probably pisses himself, too, with all that water. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, actually. It looks like I, a sprinkler over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are a riot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so back back to my scotch <laughs> review. Thank you very much for all that. Well, you know it's kind of that color. Yeah, well, it's a little darker than that. <laughs> if if your pee is this color, you might want to see a doctor. Um, <laughs> might not be drinking enough water. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so the nose on it. Um, I got the nose from a review, and then I sniffed it myself because that's usually how I do this. And I got uh, a scent that they didn't. So um, what I did taste was or what I did smell, smell, rather, was the clover honey. It has the sort of clove taste and the honey. Um, regular cereal grain, just like, you know, malted barley, regular grain, just uh, sort of a neutral, grainy scent. Like Cheerios? Yeah, yeah kind of like that, actually. <laughs> yep, a little bit. Uh, not quite as sweet, I guess, as Cheerios, because those are those have sugar in them. And this mm. not no, really no, not, not the regular. Oh, not the regular ones? ones? Okay, so probably just like a Cheerio, then. Yeah. Um and the other thing I got in this was cherry, which um, it's sort of like, it's almost like a, a chocolate-covered cherry, but not quite that ridiculously sweet. But there's definitely cherry in it to me. Uh, so let me go ahead and uh, taste it, which I have already done, by the way. But um, Yeah, because you're drinking at your parents' house. Yes. So. Um, so the taste that I get now is basically the taste that I see listed here that I put down from before, uh, which is sort of a light cream taste, a little bit of vanilla, um, those aren't as forward as the green herbal notes to it. It definitely has a um, like a fresh herb taste to it, complemented by cream and vanilla, um, a little bit of light winter spice, like wintergreen peppermint, something along like that. Uh, not very much. And then honey sort of at the end on the finish, which is interesting because it's forward on the nose, but at the very end on the palate. So whatever you make of that. Um, it's not terribly complex. It is pretty smooth. It's a chill filtered scotch. Um, and it's cheap. Like I mentioned before, um, I got this bottle It's a 12 year old scotch and I got it for like right at $35. So, uh, very approachable if you can find it. And, uh, while it's not like exceedingly great, um, it's a good introductory scotch because it's sort of semi dry and, uh, you would probably like it if you tried it, especially for as inexpensive as it is. So I'm going to give it a rating of 82. I think a good solid B- minus is where you would uh, find this at, and uh, that's probably what you should expect for $35 a fifth. So I think Bill just fainted and fell out of his chair. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> no, well, I'm, in, I'm in the basement, and that was my daughter going into one of the rooms. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> This doesn't have a gate or anything on it, so it uh, it will pick up anything that's loud in the room, like a door <laughs> <Right>. shutting. <laughs> so anyway, that's the uh, Glen Moray 12-year, 
And uh, next year, there will be a new 12-year. And I'll tell you about that uh, next week, not next year. <clears throat> next week, there will be a new 12-year, and I'll tell you what that is next week. So no, I bet there will be a new one next year, too. There will so, probably be a yeah. new one next year, too. So, Bill, do you have something you want to review? Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> is it like a Bud Light? If it's a Bud Light, you can't review it. No, no. This one is from Harvest Moon Brewing Company. It's in Belt, Montana. And uh, this is called Pig's Ass Porter. <laughs> and uh, it's an original London-style porter. It's a uh, very, very good. I mean, porters are generally hit or miss. At least they are with me. I mean, you know, you can you can easily screw up a porter. You know, too much flavor in it. All of a sudden, it kind of gets like a weird sour notes, and it just doesn't taste right. Um, but like this one has just a really smooth, very smooth uh, a flavor to it. It's nice and dark. It is. Let's see how much alcohol is in it. I don't know. A good Maybe porter a, should be like at least seven percent. So I'm surprised it doesn't say on the bottle. I think it's required to say somewhere. I'm looking. Oh my goodness! I'm looking it up. <laughs> well, I want to look it up too, just because I want to look up pig's ass porter. Yeah, it's got a picture uh, on the Five point seven. It's only five point seven. Yep. What a worthless. It's a little light. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little light, but but it's nice and smooth tasting. It's it's quite delicious, and uh, yeah, not bad. It was on sale. It was on clearance at the grocery store. Well, that's why because it's, like, it's a pussy porter. It's almost, you know, almost <laughs> affordable at that point. <laughs> no, but it's it's pretty good, and uh, I I just like the name Pig's Ass. That's yeah. just kind of kind of sharp. The only good thing in Belt, Montana, at least that I know of. <laughs> All right, take that, Belt, Montana. All right, so I think we're down to the end. I did not choose any music for this episode, so it's just going to be us blabbing away about various things. Uh, I guess we can run over to the chat room and. Uh, comment on the fact that uh photo jim is in there and he was ve what was it five eis ve five eis we have dave kb zero owd with us as well and there was one other person was there not uh let's see uh earlier uh yeah cubicle nate was in there yeah. i don't see anybody no, else i guess i don't see anybody else in there either and there's probably a few people on the stream but i'm too lazy to check so hopefully uh everyone got something out of this and if you didn't then uh this will be released so you can listen to it before the weekend and and do all of these cool crazy things oh that was it gene bx8 aad hey, remember gene yeah he hasn't said anything though has he uh he just did that's, oh. that's how that's how i remembered it was <laughs> look at that yeah see gene Making told me while i was end. gone that i needed to study every day yep yeah, yeah study every day i yeah i did not study every day just I have tried. it right next to the toilet. That's all you need. I couldn't even get free moment to go to the bathroom. <laughs> she would literally be standing outside the door going, Cheryl, are you about done in there? Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl, 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 like, Cheryl. I'll be out in a second. <laughs> I think we are down to it. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in uh, to this edition of the LHS Weekender. We'll have one again next week so we can catch up and get back on schedule. And, of course, we'll have our regularly recorded episode on Monday as well. We'll probably talk about, like, post-leprechaun hunting drinking or something. Uh, who knows? Or something. Yeah. You know, this is when everybody gets green and drunk. It's it's St. Patrick's Day. So No. Uh, no. No? No, green is not required. <laughs> if, you don't want, if you don't want to get pinched, it is. Yeah, yeah. You're around so, a bunch uh, of pinchers. I don't know. <laughs> 
All right, so we're going to sign it off for now. So thanks, everybody. Once again, I'm Russ, K5TUX. That's... I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And where it's and finally, like, getting above freezing, I guess. Uh, that's it, right. I could I could use my Moretti lighter today. So it's, it's definitely getting warmer in Montana. 73, <laughs> everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the program by visiting the LHS Patreon page of patreon.com stroke lhspodcast or using the contribute link on the website. Get in touch via social media. The show has a presence on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, Discord and YouTube. Or you can drop an email to info at lhspodcast.info or record a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the IRC channel, LHS Podcast, on the Freenode IRC network. Also visit the online merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable LHS merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a Linux convention or ham fest. Email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info or visit the website for details. The podcast is recorded live every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Connect to the stream at stream.blacksparrowmedia.net colon 8008 stroke LHS live. Until next time, over and out. in the ham shack and the linux in the ham shack logo are released under a creative commons attribute non-commercial no derivatives 4.0 international license